In three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of What the Fleet Are They Talking About? The podcast where we help you understand what everyone's talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm Jennifer. And before we get started, make sure you share this content with everybody. And don't forget to like us on all the social media, but remember, only like us or we get sad. But in all seriousness, make sure you get different perspectives from everyone, because otherwise you might be misinformed. Oh, no. How dare they? But we have a special guest on the podcast today. Say hey, everyone, to Jordan. Hey, guys. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. And thanks for stopping on by. Yes. We say that as if, you know, he's just wandering in off the street. He just wandered in off the street and was, yeah, he's just just in the neighborhood. <laughs> he's like, yo, I hear maybe you guys do a podcast yeah. around here. Can I, can I join? Can I come in? Yes. Cool. The answer was yes. So now I'm here. But we actually don't have any treats or snacks or anything. We gave you water. Right. It was like the only vegan thing, I guess, that you guys had. That, yeah, that actually probably would be the only vegan thing th- we had. There might be microbes. Are microbes vegan? Probably not. I don't know. You know what? Are some those point, microbes? Is that, is that what that is? I think so. It is tap water. Oof. You know, at some point, a vegan's going to take it that far. And they're going to say, Take, eating any form of single-celled organism is going to be. So, see, that's why I don't really consider myself fully vegan. I, like, I'll still have honey. Okay. I know some vegans, well, it's no animal product, so obviously you wouldn't have honey. But right. I still do things like honey. I have leather seats in my car. So I'm doing it more so for my health, not for the um, moral implications of it, I guess. Right. Gotcha. But yeah, that's... That's what I'm doing. Do you do white sugar too? Because I no. Okay. See the a lot of vegans or plant based people they make um they make a huge mistake by eating so much processed foods, <laughs> and you can still be a very unhealthy vegan. You can still be an overweight vegan. You can you know. So my goal is not just to you know remove the animal products, but also to eat less processed, more organic. Okay. So I I'm, I try to eat ninety eight percent. Fully organic, fully vegan, everything. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't do like bleached sugar. Right. I do more of like a, a monk fruit or like stevia leaf, things like that. Like uh, when I make pancakes, I don't have maple syrup. I have date syrup. Okay. Oh, that um, sounds good. Oh, and it's good. it's amazing. Like, do you make it yourself? Like, do you? No, I don't. It, I so it's called Date Lady. They sell it at Target. Okay. It's organic. It's one ingredient. It's literally just you. Dates. Yeah, you read the ingredients. It's one. It's literally just dates. Because that's what I was thinking. Like if you made it yourself, you would just I would imagine just stick it in a blender and blend it up. Pretty it's much already thick and dates are like candy. It's literally candy. It's amazing. Like when I discovered dates, I thought, or was it? It's ridiculous. <laughs> I have them in my smoothies, pancakes. I mean, oh, that sounds so good. Dude, a smoothie? Because yes. I, I have a dark chocolate smoothie every morning. I put bananas in it, but I need to switch it up. And I think dates. Dates. You don't even have to use sh- like to sweeten it. Right. You don't have to use sugar. You just put dates in there, and it. And then when you blend it, it it still the, the date will never just puree into right, like right. nothing. There's like bits and pieces of it in a smoothie, and then it just tastes like little pieces of candy in your smoothie. Wait, but I wanted to mention this. So I mentioned the white sugar mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know that they actually use bones, like pig bones. <laughs> To get that white color. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, yeah. So they, they ugh, I, I can't remember what they do, but it's part of the process whereby it takes it from its natural brown color and yeah. makes it white. I'm not surprised by that. There's a lot of products that we don't even know about that aren't vegan and have swine in them, frankly. 
Um, swine is in a lot of things that we don't even know about. It's, I think it's in crayons, like, mm-hmm. or colors. It's in a lot of uh, cosmetics. Like dyes and stuff, It's in right? dyes. It's in all kinds of stuff. And you just, it's gross. Like, it's in a lot of the gel capsules. Like, people taking supplements and whatnot, they mm-hmm. might think they're having a, a, you know, a totally vegan, because it's just a capsule. It's a supplement. You know, I'm taking my vitamin C, but I'm not aware that there could be pig in there. Like, that's mm-hmm. why... With everything, it's not just the food I eat. It's everything I consume. I had to throw away so many things. Shampoo, conditioner, shampoo, body wash, the deodorant I use, the toothpaste I use, the the pots and pans that I uh, use to cook mm-hmm. with. Um, you know, I don't cook with anything that has Teflon. I don't use the microwave. You know, there was so much that I eliminated from my life. It wasn't just the food. You know, when I started my health journey and reversing my diabetes it was all about it, it, it's a it's a holistic approach so it's not just the food you consume it's everything like top to bottom it's changed everything the cleaning products i use you know you look at the chemicals they put in there disrupts with your hormones just like a lot of other things laundry detergents we use so yeah everything was like a huge uh shift for me and this all happened in the past year so wait, so 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 the holistic balance is why you got rid of the the the, the shampoo that has pig mm-hmm. product. Well, not just pig products, but shampoos tend to have all kinds of chemicals. If you look at the ingredients in your anything that like Bath and Body products, uh, look into the ingredients. Somewhere in there, it'll say fragrance or parfum, um, and you don't want it to be so high up on that list because the first ingredients have that's what's mostly in the product right, right? right so if your fragrance or perfume is too high up then there's a lot of that in there and they can actually uh camouflage up to sixty thousand ingredients under fragrance parfum like that's allowed there's like a um basically not a law but um they're basically allowed to do that they're yeah, it's like, like if they're, they're under, under a certain percent, percent they're able to right kind of just put it under this blanket terminology exactly but, but many, many many chemicals are in from us and that's why when i'm shopping for something that i'm going to put on my body because your skin absorbs everything you know and um so i always make sure it has a small amount of ingredients and they're all like organic you know just good natural ingredients yeah i had to change everything so jennifer can we log this episode because in 60 years he's vegan and he's doing it the healthy way i'm not and i eat trash i want to see who goes first Yes, we will put this. This in, will be our research experiment. We'll put right? it into a time capsule so that we can like we dig should. it up years and years later, so that we can see like who's doing better. Yes, right. I will not switch my shampoo. You won't? Are you sure? My shampoo is. What shampoo too, do you use? I use Suave Ocean Breeze from Publix. No. It is two dollars no, 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 and thirty nine no, no, no. cents for okay. twenty four no, no, no. ounces. No, 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 hold no. on. Also, he uses Suave Ocean Breeze shampoo and Suave coconut conditioner. I They're shave, different. I shave with the coconut conditioner because it's cheaper than Barbasol shaving cream. And I use the shampoo for my hair and my body. No. It is so cheap. As are you. I know. <laughs> I know. Which is why I would be perfect in office because I hate spending on things. Very well, frugal. Very frugal. Yes. Yeah, no. I, no. <laughs> that is so terrible. That just gives me the chills. Um... You know, if, if you if you want to look into it, look into it. But if, if I understand that, you know, some people don't even want to be exposed to what might be, and that's, that's right. totally cool. But um, 
So how I saw it was, I know I'm spending so much more on my groceries and, you know, my toiletries than the average person. Right. But I, the way I see it is, I would rather invest in that. I would rather invest in my health and exactly. in my body functioning properly than anything else. You know, a lot of a lot of times people will judge me for being vegan and doing everything that I'm doing to optimize my health. But at the end of the day, it's kind of like, okay, I spend a couple hundred bucks at the grocery store and, you know, getting everything organic and, and vegan, but you have no problem going to the bar and spending ridiculous amounts of money on alcohol. That's just going to damage your liver. So it's, it's all about priorities. Yeah. You know, if you really care, the money is not going to, not going to get in the way you know there's so many things you can do and i'm doing it i would i would say you know the more easy and more expensive way to do it i literally i go to whole foods i go to trader joe's and i just buy the stuff <laughs> there's so many ways you can make your own i've made my own body wash i've made my own uh cleaning mm-hmm. cleaning stuff for you know all-purpose cleaning you just buy essential oils and, and things like that and you can make your products and you can do it a little bit few more steps but you can make it more affordable, you know, more accessible to the average person. Because I do understand like a lot of people say, it's just not realistic, you know, for me to do all of these things because it is, it does cost so much more, but you have to look at it as, you know, you're not spending the money somewhere irresponsible because a lot of times, especially the people that say things like that, like, oh, I would never, I could never be organic or vegan or whatnot. A lot of times they have interesting priorities to put it nicely so i would just say you know look at where you can um subtract and 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 how you can invest more into your health i mean at the end of the day it's all we have like if you don't have good health what do you have and a lot of people might look healthy externally um might look like they're okay but really on the inside you know your body's just crying for help. Um, And then you don't realize until maybe you're in your 40s, 50s, or 60s, and then you have a chronic illness or you have something that went wrong and then you're asking yourself, like, why did this happen? And it's like, it could be a lot of things that were just, they're just a part of our life. Like, for most people, using the microwave is normal. Like, they would use the microwave to heat up their coffee or to heat up food or this or that. You know, some people um, heat up their leftovers in their and it's just normal. It's accept. It's widely accepted. So people are like, "How could it be dangerous if everyone uses it?" And it's one of those things where it's like, "Yeah, we were just indoctrinated to believe that this is okay, that this is fine. It's healthy. You can use it." When in reality, it's dangerous. And then you don't. Again, it's not like these things are going to instantly kill you. You know, you're not going to have a microwave meal. You're just going to fall flat and die. But it's hurting you over time. You know, I know you said that because you saw my microwave out of the corner of your eye, but I actually don't use that. It's just there for show. I was just pointing. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But I always like to point out that a lot of the stuff I have in my apartment is like just for show. So Jennifer always finds it like super. Jack literally does not use his microwave. I'm like, just plug in the microwave. He's like, no, we can just use the oven. It's fine. I'm like, just to use the uh, plug in the microwave surface light, or to use it as a clock. I don't even plug it in. No, it's not even plugged in. Yeah. Well, good good for you. Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. trying to be healthy. I was just 
trying to be decorative. You're one step ahead. <laughs> you're one step ahead. But I mean, everything you're doing makes sense because in the long run, you're essentially saving on healthcare costs down the road. Right? Exactly. So everything I'm saving, for instance, or, or the average American who's not vegan or not taking care of themselves right. right now, will in the end have to pay out for medical bills. That's another point I didn't bring up. Mm -hmm. So I'm saving all of this money because my goal with, in doing all of this, eating organic, you know, having all of my products be organic and, and holistic and doing all of the things I do, things that I have in my routine, going to the gym, um, supplements I take, it's all so that I don't have to depend on modern medicine. I don't have to depend on pharmaceuticals. I don't have to depend on going to the emergency room or going to the doctor and getting these ridiculous medical bills. That's the whole point. People love to think that, oh, you haven't gone to the doctor in a few years. You're so unhealthy. And I used to think that way. And now I'm like, oh, I haven't gone to the doctor in years because I am so healthy, because I exercise every day and I eat vegan organic and I do all of the things necessary. Um, so, yeah, I think over time you do save a lot of money. You know, insurance is ridiculously expensive. Mm. Healthcare is ridiculously expensive. Right. Um, it's it's wild, you know. My insulin costed somewhere around like four hundred, yeah, like four hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's how much it costs for a box of insulin. That, yeah, that's like a month's supply. Mm -hmm. And everything you're doing, it, it's not wrong because there is a large push in the healthcare industry to incorporate pre uh, preventative medicine, which is essentially looking at health right. and nutrition, like right. holistic nutrition in a way, and to kind of accompany traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. And taking into account kind of after after the fact medicine, kind of like what Jennifer does, which is case management and helping people to get to the places they need to go and the resources that they need to kind of help treat them after the fact. Right. So it's kind of becoming this big, big, big approach of preventative, acute, and after the fact care. After the fact care. Should that be uh, after the fact care? I like it. I'm going I will to, pitch it to the case management department as our new Slogan. What do they call it now? No, that I post acute can't. care. Post acute care. I was thinking something with post. But I like after the fact care. After the fact care. So we didn't bring you on just to talk about veganism. Although I'm sure <laughs> we could probably do it for a while. I could probably talk about this for hours. <laughs> but you're also are you you're the founder of the Log Cabin Republicans of right? yes, Yep. How did that happen? So I met a few Log Cabin people. Earlier this year at CPAC. Uh, down here in Florida, I guess. Down here in Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's uh, this big event that they host every year, the Conservative Party. Um, they had it at the Hyatt Regency earlier this year, and they're having it again in February. Um, I was working the We Back Blue booth at the event, and across from me was their booth. And originally, I thought <laughs> that they were like a cabin rental company. <laughs> <laughs> So because <laughs> I had just moved back from, or not moved back, but I was spending time in Tennessee with some family. Yeah. Okay. And there is a company up there called Cabins America or Cabins USA, and their yeah, logo yeah. is very similar. And they, they're a cabin rental company. So when I was at this event and I saw the log cabin Republicans, uh, they had a big backdrop. And I thought, oh, okay, I guess... They're like some kind of cabin rental company, rep, you know, representing right. here in Florida, I guess, trying to get clients or spread the word about their business. Because I was in an area where there's a bunch of businesses all uh -huh. promoting um, what they what they offer. Right. Well, cabins so, are a weird flex in Florida. Right. 
Log cabins, anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of Floridians do make their way to the Great Smoky Mountains every year in Tennessee. Oh, well, it's like course. Tennessee and North Carolina, um, but it's a very popular, you know, uh, touristy thing to do for Again, Floridians. Because we want seasons. So. Right. So you get your fix. You know, you go up, you see the snow, you see the leaves change. You're done. And then you go back home. You get your pictures for Instagram. Of you course. get your photos. Yep. And then you go back home. But um, yeah, I thought they were a log cabin rental yeah, company. That's and then I was talking to one of the guys that worked for or log cabin nationals. And then he kind of told me, oh, no, this is what we're do- we, we do. We're actually, you know, a national organization that represents LGBTQ uh, conservatives. And I was like, what? That's, that's so wild. Like, I've never heard of anything like that. Um, and yeah, I, I kept in touch with those guys. And over over the months, you know, being getting a little bit more involved in politics and whatnot, I so I moved back from Miami to Orlando, and I was looking. I knew they had a Tampa chapter. I knew they had a Miami chapter, but um, I just assumed, I guess, that they had an Orlando chapter. And when I reached out to see who I had to speak to to be a part of the club. Um, they said, well, there isn't one. Oh. There isn't an Orlando chapter. Okay. And I said, okay. Um, so you said there was a Miami chapter. There's a, there was a Miami. There was a Tampa. Okay. Um, there wasn't an Orlando chapter. So I thought, well, I have some free time. Not very much, but I have some. Uh-huh. And um, I would love to create a community here in Orlando, um, like-minded people. You know, not just for myself, but also for everyone else that might think like me in the area, because it is difficult, um, I'm sure, as you know. And yeah, I just wanted to, I thought it was a great thing, you know, that there is an organization representing such a a particular, you know, specific group of people. Um, So yeah, once I figured out that there was not someone running it yet, I figured, you know, let me, let me just do it myself. I'm very comfortable with having multiple things on my plate. So it was just one of those things like, okay, let's, let's get it started and, and see what can happen. I called a few of my friends in the area who I knew would be interested in, in, in participating. And I got a secretary and I got a few people that offered, you know, to be on the board with me. So I kind of just filed the paperwork and got it, you know, together and we started it and we launched and, it's been super fun. I'm really excited to see where it goes. I think there's a huge presence here in Orlando. Um, a lot of what I consider closeted conservatives or moderates, you know, maybe people that are afraid to like speak out about certain things because it's so different from what their friends are thinking. Um, and, you know, while it is called log cabin Republicans, it's, you know, we want at least my goal with this group is to bridge the gap you know, kind of like to say it's okay to to think that, you know, small government is a good thing, you know, despite the fact that you're gay and everyone's expecting you to, you know, like a bigger government and to be more left-leaning. It's okay to be, you know, fiscally responsible. <laughs> like, it's it's fine to have these ideas, you know, you're not some scary Nazi white supremacist that everyone, you know, wants you to be. And that was something that I had to get over, too. So long story longer, I really wanted this opportunity to introduce that idea to more people and, like, create um, 
a community for, for people like me here in Orlando. And I, I'm also a business owner here, so I thought it would be great networking um, and just getting, you know, familiarizing myself with the people here. Because I have been here on and off for like six years in Orlando, but I still don't, um, I feel like I don't know as many people as I should have, you know, being here for so long. So I thought this will be great, you know, and I'll, anyone that's going to join this club is going to, in, in a way, think like me, you know. We might not agree on everything, which if you expect anyone to agree on everything with you, then you're, you're going to be disappointed in life in general. Like, let's get over that. Um, but yeah, I thought it would be a great opportunity to meet other people like me um, and not be afraid to openly speak about certain things that you kind of have to keep hidden in many different places, especially within the gay community. Like in Miami, you know. I had like a small friend group that um, when they found out that my politics didn't align with theirs, it was like instant cut Jordan off. Like, wow, yeah, they were just like, don't talk to him. Don't, you know, don't invite him to things anymore. You know, even if I, I tried including myself a few times mm-hmm. until I realized like, oh, I'm not wanted here, you know, and it was. It was one of the. It was one of those things where it's like, okay, um, you know, these are the cards I'm dealt, and I had to just step back and say, okay, clearly they are putting my politics and the the things that I believe uh, before me, before who I am as a person. Absolutely. And I don't want to be friends with that type of person. So, you know, you win some, you lose some. I feel like. At the end of the day, you're always going to surround yourself with people that are, are good for you. Or at least you should surround yourself with people that are good for you, you know, not just fun to be around. So it didn't bother me in any way, but that was my first experience. Like, oh, that's kind of strange. Why would someone care? It is weird. And it's not yeah. fun either because there's, I, I don't know, I, for whatever reason, I find there's nothing funner than being able to disagree with people right and and finding common ground and just being able to discuss ideas yeah and you're not able to discuss ideas with people who agree with you all the time because you're just going to be like oh yeah no yes right like i have a background in culinary arts and you never agree with any other chef in there but you get to discuss and you 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 learn things by doing that you're not going to learn anything if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people who just think exactly like you and it's also an echo chamber. Yeah, it's an echo chamber and no one's going to be there to like kind of keep you grounded, like mm-hmm. keep you in check because everyone's just a yes man. And it's like why would I want to do, like why would I not open myself up to other ideas? Mm-hmm. That's could be how wrong. Exactly. What's exactly. so strange to me is that like these were your friends and they were like you guys hung out and like you were close and and things like that and then they found out about your politics and then they just like instantly dropped well this happens to a lot of people it's just the most ridiculous thing yeah my friend my best friend arguably like this is just to give you an idea this is the friend where my security uh questions for like changing my passwords Where it asks you like, who's your be- who's your best friend from high school? This your is that person. No. This is that person. Betrayal. Okay? Yeah, um, they, you know, we we don't talk anymore, and I am close with her parents. I still talk to her parents. Wow. All the time, 
Yeah. And, you know, I, I want to say one of the last things I did tell her, like, was that I will always, you know, be there for her whenever, she, you know, she always has me as far as support or whenever she needs someone. But, um, yeah, we just, we don't talk. And I literally, to this day, still talk to her parents. What was it that set her off? Like, what was like? The I started final being straw? more vocal on my Instagram. Oh, on God. my, How on dare my, you? I know, right? <laughs> on my stories, I I started talking a little bit more about you know what was really going on and how I felt like I had been lied to. And in fact, one of the last times I did go, I went out to Phoenix and hung out with her for like a week, and I kept trying to spark the conversation, um, and also see like like feel it out because I could feel myself kind of red pilling and i wanted to obviously still keep her in my life but i knew she was like so far left um so i would say you know i would drop seeds here and there and it was always just like very uh i could tell when the argument was getting heated you know i I would say certain things like don't you ever feel like maybe you know we've been lied to about a lot of things and she would just be like what do you mean like, what do you mean we've been lied to? I'm like, you know, like, doesn't it ever feel like we're just a part of a machine? Like, just... Like the Matrix. Like the Matrix. Like, we're just told to think and act a certain way, so we do. We go to work, we make money, we pay our bills, we go home. Like, doesn't that ever bother you? And it never got, it never got to the, like, we were never able to fully talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because I knew that it just wouldn't go anywhere. Right. So, yeah, after that um, trip, I think it kind of just dwindled. She saw the stuff I was posting. She sent me a text message along with her girlfriend that sent me a text message. Um, just long paragraphs. I didn't even want to read because I already knew what they were. Mm-hmm. I knew that they were not agreeing with the stuff I was posting. So I asked my cousin, Sam. Well, no, I didn't ask her. I was like, oh, there's this message. I don't want to read it. My Sam's the kind of girl. She'd be like, oh, let me read it. So she kind of read it for me. and. Basically, she, yeah, it, and then I read it too afterward. But um, yeah, basically, she was saying like, "I can't believe that you think this way." You're, she said something along the lines of, "You're a Latino queer." Like, <laughs> she's like, you? "Yeah," she's like, "How dare you? You're a queer Latino." I'm like, "No, bitch, no, no. I'm not oppressed. I'm not a victim. You know, I don't need to." subscribe to all of that bullshit i really do not it's a, can i curse on here yeah. yeah that's fine okay we don't make any money on here anyway because okay. we talk about things you're not supposed to just do. making sure yeah, you never good, know good. um yeah i don't not my style yeah i don't like to just do things because that's the popular thing to do i've never been that way and so yeah i i guess you know our friendship just kind of dwindled um it's unfortunate, and I think it happens to a lot of people. I'm definitely not the only person that I've, you know, ha- has gone through this. Even in my family, like, there's division for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we can't even handle a damn Thanksgiving because, <laughs> you know, we have, you know, some uncles that are right-leaning, some that are left, and then they, it's, it, it clashes and it doesn't work out. But, yeah, it's, it's craziness. You know, the, the relationships that can be ruined and um, all of the problems that have been caused by, like, the divisive mm-hmm. politics, which I don't agree with 100%. You know, like, we're at a point in our 
history in our time where there's no longer like if you're still stuck in the left versus right mentality if you're still stuck in the blue versus red mentality you are not seeing what's going on you're missing the point you're missing the point you're clearly you know there needs to be some more awakening here because um it is clear to me now more than ever that what um the and whatever you want to call them elite shadow government deep state whatever you want to call them um the people in power the people in true power all they want is to divide us i mean that's all they've ever wanted and they have it we, they're we're perfectly divided right now anti-vax versus vax left versus right black versus white you, you know it's that's that's what it is right now like it's all about division and i feel like I don't care if you're left, right, up, or down right now. Let's throw that out the window. We're done with that. We need to prioritize our safety. We need to prioritize, you know, the success that, that we can have as a country. Like, I, I, you know, I know a lot of people disagree with this, but America, to me, is the best country in the world. Like, I've just looked, I've traveled abroad, you know, I've, I've been to five countries in Europe. I've been to South America, Central America. I haven't traveled the world, um, but I've been to enough places to compare and contrast. And yes, are there amazing places around the world with beautiful architecture and beautiful people and culture? Of course. I'm the first one that's going to tell you that. You know, But we live in a country that has outlasted every other country in the world as far as how much freedoms we have. Um, because we were pretty much, we were, were the last place with free speech. There was nowhere else in the world. We were it. Right, we were the first, right? Every right. country that came after 1776 essentially emulated the same constitutional exactly that the United States put out there. Yeah. Yeah. But pretty much, you know, now in, in today's world, pretty much most other big countries had policies in place where you could argue that they did not have free speech. You know, for example, in Canada, you can be, uh, I think you can be taken to jail and fined, uh, taken to jail and or fined for misgendering someone. So if I were out on the street and I used the wrong pronouns, um, you can be fined for it. Like there can wow. be a legal penalty for literally something that comes out of your mouth. And now they're talking about penalties for uh, social media, whatever is considered hate speech. And then, you know, then you have to ask yourself, what is hate speech? Because what I think is hate speech might not be what you think is hate speech. And now everyone can get fined pretty much because it's subjective. And I'm like, okay, we can't make laws on things that are subjective because now you can just go around, you know, throwing people into jail that should not be there. And it's really funny that your friend who is on the left got upset with you because everything you're talking about for the last 10 minutes are liberal values. Traditional to, liberal yes, values. Yes, traditional liberal values mm -hmm. when it comes to freedom of speech, freedom of expression, freedom right. of individuality, and questioning everything. Right? Yeah, question everything. Even if you're wrong, it's okay to question things. Of course. I think people who don't question things are in the wrong. Like, always, you know, don't just take a pill because the doctor tells you to. Don't just you know, buy a certain product because one person told you it's a great product. Look into things. Look into things. Look at the ingredients. Look at who made it. 
Look at who funds them. Look into things. Stop just, oh, it was on CNN or MSNBC or Cardi B told me to get it, so I'm going to get it. That doesn't make sense. Like, look into what you consume, right. at least. And it's weird that people act like they've never been lied to before. Uh, it's like, no, the FDA, they would never lie to me. Or anyone at all. Anyone at all. Any anyone organization, all. Every, any, any government person. official, anyone. Yeah, yeah, any person. Yeah. No, it's, it's crazy to me how much we will put someone on a pedestal. And I don't care, left or right, I literally don't care. Because it, it bothers me sometimes, too, when people like conservatives, they, get, they become obsessed with like a certain influencer or a certain politician. And I'm like, okay, great. They have an amazing policy. Or they did something honorable. Or they did something cool, right? Let's, you know, let's give them a little round of applause. Thank you. Amazing. Good job. Right. That's it. That's it. We're done. You don't know that person. You don't know them behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. You don't know what their motives are. You don't know them. Not to, I'm not de- demonizing anyone, but I'm saying, like, why put someone on such a pedestal when you literally don't know who they are? Right. We talk about that all the time when we're talking about, like, the Senate and Congress and stuff. Like, what they're doing out here is not what they're doing behind the scenes. Right. And you can't just focus on, like, what they're showing you. Because exactly. they're doing so much stuff behind the scenes exactly. that you don't even know. Yep. So... And no, it's, it's ridiculous. A lot of the, even the politicians that I am, you know, that's why I never say like I'm a fan of or I idolize or I, I don't put any, I put Jordan Lee Toast on a pedestal. That's what I put on a pedestal. That's it. Like, if I don't know you, why would I praise you? If I don't, if you, if you're not contributing to my life in a personal way, why would I praise you? You know, again, give them a round of applause, thank them for what they're doing. You know, for example, people like our governor, Ron DeSantis, I feel like he's done a lot of good things this past year. Um, I appreciate a lot of, of what he's done for Florida. I feel like we could be in a completely different position right now. We can be somewhere like California or, or Oregon where murder rates have gone up 800%, I think it was. Um, we could be like that. So, yes. I am always going to say, thank God we have Ron Santos, right? But I'm not going to sit here and, like, there are people that literally post him constantly. <laughs> They're like, Daddy DeSantis, Daddy this. But those are people amazing. in the tribe, and you don't want to go that far. Yeah, no. We're you don't want to go too be... far left. You don't want to go too far right. Exactly. You want to stay nice, in the middle, sane, right. rational individual. Sane. Because, yes, does he have great policies? Mm-hmm. Has he done a lot? Amazing. But at the end of the day, he's a politician, and I don't know him. I don't know who he is. I don't know who, what he does behind closed doors. I don't know. You know, unfortunately, a lot of the people you know involved in high-profile politics are the real freakaleaks behind closed doors. You know, they're like sometimes people that are involved in human trafficking. Mm. You know. And when I say involved, I don't mean like they're involved in helping with the situation. Right. You know, a lot of times they are the ones part of it. And that's why I always tell everyone, you know, like you said, don't go to the extreme on either side because then that's where they get you. They, they have you right where they want you. If you're like 
so extreme, you know? So I always, yeah, I think it's always a good idea to have balance. And that's with everything in life, you know? But yeah, I think it's pretty wild how far people will go. Like, you know, I was just at, at that uh, Spirit of Lincoln event um, at Mar-a-Lago. Uh, it was a log cabin event okay. where they hosted, I think it was over 700 gay uh, people, individuals, or LGBT individuals at Mar-a-Lago okay. over the weekend. Yeah, it was, uh, the guest of honor was Melania Trump. And uh, Donald was there. And it was this amazing event. You know, it was great. I think it was a uh, pretty incredible message that Trump hosted over 700 LGBT people at his home when he was like the most, you know, homophobic, transphobic, uh, bigot president that existed. Um, So I thought that messaging was great. I thought that um, showing that he is is more inclusive is is good for him in general. Um, But then you have, and, and that's, that's how I see it, right? I'm like, okay, that that's amazing. Right. Good job. Um, but then you have the people that are like freaking out because they got to like sit ten feet away from, you know, a politician or Donald Trump and like, oh I shook Donald Trump's hand, oh my god. And I'm like, okay. Does he care about you? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, does he know who you like does does he text you good morning and say I love you? Right. It's like any celebrity. Just exactly. because you got to hug them. Jennifer goes to all of these events and I, she hugs yeah, the celebrities. I do. And she gets pictures. You can see her and the uh, the crowd from, what is that? The Walking Dead? Oh, Supernatural. Oh, okay. Yes. But I hate to burst your bubble, but but yeah, they don't know you. They don't, they don't know actually you. care. I'm sorry. I know. I I, no, I mean, I'm not one of those that believes they actually do. Like, I know they they take their picture they get their money and then they're done but like it fulfills me so that's that's the hey that's all that matters but like i don't believe that like oh they're gonna marry me or like yeah and you think that's what those people want they just need that fulfillment of meeting this person that they put on a higher status than oh themselves? yeah no they fully like it makes them emotional like i've seen people talk about this on instagram about how like does it make you emotional I, okay, I mean, they're pretty, and they smell nice, and I got to hug them, so yeah, it made me, I, I did cry. She I've, actually I've also cried. accidentally flirted with one of them, but I That's not a good story to tell tonight, <laughs> but yeah, it was super yeah. embarrassing, so. Hey, I mean, yeah, it's just, we don't know them. But I wanted to ask you, so when it comes to the log cabin Republicans and Trump being more inclusive with, with LGBT plus individuals, how does the more conservative side, religious conservative side, view the log cabin Republicans, because after the 2020 election, I saw a large push from the more religious sect of the Republican Party kind of come out of the woodworks, Mm -hmm. kind of like to the point where they were in maybe like 2010 or before when there was more of a uh, more of a religious party. Right. And it seemed like they wanted to take it back to being that religious yes. party away from the LGBTQ plus community. So have you gotten any pushback? Oh, have yeah. you felt that as well? Oh, for sure. Okay. There's um there's definitely pushback right. um from the more conservative conservatives. Right, right. Um, because in every party there's different sects no matter right, what. Right, of course. Um and so like I'll give you an example. I did like a TikTok dance 
And basically, I'm not on your side anymore. I, I hate TikTok. <laughs> it was on you Instagram, lost it. Though. and I hate all those dances. No. It, was, so, it was on Instagram. No, okay. he hates Instagram too. No, no, I'm I'm partial to Instagram. But, I don't have any good content on my that, that they show me. But well, it was okay. It was one of these viral dances, yeah, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to do like a um, like a conservative post, right. something you know, fun to watch. It's the dance that everyone knows. It's the song that everyone's heard a million times a day. Um, and I was like, okay, let me see if I can um, just make something fun to watch that has a good, a cool message. Mm-hmm. So it, at the beginning, it says, you know, uh, something like, I don't remember exactly what I typed, but it was the truth about conservatives, I think. Or, no, it was conservatives don't care about dot dot. And then throughout the dance, you see race, gender, and sexuality um, come up on the screen. And then at the end, it says, basically, we just care about our freedoms. and. Uh, the freedoms that America affords us. That was it. That was the the post. And there were people that, you know, commented even on that post, like, clown or, like, what a dumbass, you know, those types of things. And those were the the people that are, like, far right. Right. But then also I got people from the left, like, oh, how naive of you. Like, (laughs) you're so stupid. You You can't win. Yeah. So it was, it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's, it's like the same thought process on both sides, which is why you can't be so far to either side. I feel like I do go far on certain policies, mm-hmm. like certain things. I'm like, what, what would be considered like far extremist, right? Like, right. Um, like what? voting. Okay. I want one day, one vote, no mail-in. One day you show up, that's your only opportunity. And the reason I say that is because I think election integrity is a huge issue right now. And, you know, my grandmother, who does not speak English, who cannot walk, shows up to vote. I remember taking her about, um, not the last election, but the one before that. I took her to the church in a wheelchair and she voted. You know, like, there's really no excuse, to me at least. There's no excuse. There's maybe very rare situations that, you know, make it ultra difficult. To, to go out what about like making it a national holiday so that people would have the I, I day like off that. work yeah. and and to make it easier for people to have the 100 okay it should have been that for the longest time and actually there's a uh, bill they're trying to introduce in arizona that that would create a national holiday so it would mandate that all of the you know companies would have that day off perfect so that mm-hmm. their employees Yep. can go and vote. Then you no got one, me, 100%. Right. And yeah. no one would have a problem with it other than the companies, but but right. everyone wants another day off anyway. Yeah, I say make it a federal holiday mm-hmm. so that we can have a, a easy one day Like you said, there's no vote. excuse. There's literally no excuse, you know. But yeah, so, but that is something that some people might think I am very far right about because it is, because some people are like, okay, let's just get rid of the mail-in votes. Or let's just get rid of the, the new voting machines. And I'm like, no, I don't want voting machines. I do not want multiple days. I don't want mail-in. I literally just want you to show up and vote with a paper ballot that can be counted on that same election day. Not, oh, there's a delay. Oh, we lost some ballots on the way. Like, no, we don't need any of that bullshit. Now, do you put a difference between mail-in voting and absentee ballots? Or do you, in what you were saying, do you consider them the same thing? Well, no, they're, they're two different things. Right, of mail-in, course they're the same. I mean, they're two different things, yes. Right. That's why I'm asking, Are you, do you want to get like, rid of... Like, am I okay of, with absentee? Right. Like I said, if it has to be a more extreme case than it is now, at mm-hmm. least. You know, right now, 
Like you're at war. Yeah. You get to vote absentee. Because exactly. I was thinking like, what about like rural voters who have to drive a very long distance to right. get to a place. Of, uh, I feel like let's, place. let's see what we can, you know, put together. Mm-hmm. Let's see if it just needs to be tighter. Yeah. Cause Jennifer it just and needs I, to be tighter. We talked about this maybe like two months ago mm-hmm. and we were pretty cool with like mail-in voting as long as you had to put down like your identifying information, like your driver's right. license number, which is not required. You have to be instances. a real, alive human person. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. That can vote. But what was legally. it in Florida? You didn't have to put your driver's license number or something strange like that? No, which... you do have to put your driver's license number. Um, because... There's something we didn't agree with. Yeah. We I'd... said it has to be, we agree it has to be tighter. We didn't necessarily say you have to throw out mail but we do agree that it has to be tighter, has to be more secure. No, for sure. No, to, to. to me, I like what she said. You're like, well, I just want to be afforded my freedoms. And you're like, you're basically saying everyone should be afforded this freedom because it's your right to, to vote. You just want to make sure that everybody's exactly. able to do it, able to do it on the same day and make sure it counts. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, it's not your right to vote. It's not in the Constitution. Yeah. It's, okay. It's, well, just to rain on you got me parade. on a technicality then. <laughs> um, but no, I, I do agree. Obviously, it's right. No, you're right. There's a lot of intricacies that go into it, and that's a whole other semantics. But Jordan, I have to ask you, mm-hmm. where do you stand on the controversy of the know. water in the voting lines? Because that is a hot button issue. Aren't okay. So are the, they? Do, are, do, you, do you get my reference? Water in the voting line. People were screaming. Remember the Georgia uh, voter bill that came out maybe in July or something like that? Right. One of the focal points that people were latching onto for whatever absurd reason was that they were no longer able to give out water in the lines that people were voting in. Okay. Why? Why did they say that? Okay. No, no, no. So what it was is that outside parties were not able to give water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So if I'm working for the Joe Biden campaign, I can't be giving people water in line. Or if I'm working for the Trump campaign, I can't be giving water. Only official ballot workers. But for some reason, people were screaming about this as if it's a big deal. Um, But you didn't get the reference, so that was lost. No, I don't think water is an issue. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Um, bring your own water. Bring your own water. Be prepared you know, for anything. BYOW. Yeah, let's BYOW. just let's just get in, vote, and get out. Yeah. We don't need to bring treats and water. Let's just vote for who we want in office and the policies that we want, and that's it. You know, it's pretty simple. I think we overcomplicate shit way too much. Yeah, and it's like it doesn't have to be complicated. It can be straightforward. One day, one vote, get it done, and whatever you know we need to happen to make that. Uh, or whatever we need to make that happen, let's make it happen. Like, if we need to make it a federal holiday, let's make it a federal holiday. I don't understand what the issue is. I mean, I think we understand what the issue oh, is. Oh, yeah. You think it's because they don't, they do want to, I don't know. They want some voters. kind of, yeah, they want some kind of control over the vote. That's, but that's weird because a lot apparent. of places you get like 14 days to vote, like early voting. So what's the deal with not giving people one day off? For everyone to go and vote. Oh, you're saying for the federal holiday? Well, I think it, it somewhat solves a problem. You know, so, so if it solves a problem... Solves the problem of the of, inconvenience of voting? Right. I think it, it helps the people that want the elections not to be fair, it helps them not having it be a federal holiday. I don't know. Who knows? We, we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but... Yeah, that, that would be my guess. I, actually, I think I have this figured out. 
So if you work at a polling place, you're a federal worker. And if they give a federal holiday, technically, they, they would, would have, have to, be to be off. off. And the people in charge can't seem to figure out the how nuances. to make this work. That could be a qualification for an absentee. There you go. Well, if we make it a federal holiday, then we don't have people working in the voting booths. But we need people working in the voting booths, so we can't make it a federal holiday. <laughs> and what around do we do? and around we go. There's just no solution. No. I guess we can't have fair votes. Oops. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, I- I'm sorry, I have to get back to this, but mm-hmm. why is it... Uh, maybe I missed it. Why is it called the Lock Cabin Honestly, I don't know a lot about the history. I know that... <laughs> Because when I heard, I want to say it's uh-huh. it's. I want to say it started somewhere in the um, northeast, right? And right. maybe I don't know. My but, guess would be it, it. Maybe it started in a log cabin. Who knows? Maybe they started having their meetings there. But it doesn't scream LGBTQ plus because when it I heard really it, doesn't. I thought it was like I, I thought of Abraham Lincoln, and then I thought, oh, this must be like a group like big early conservatives who were chopping down trees. Seriously, that's what I thought too. I thought the same thing. I, you know, I have no clue. I'm not the person to ask. They're probably going to kill me for not knowing this. Uh, don't but um, Don't yeah. fire him. He's great. <laughs> I try. I make really good vegan meatballs. That's true. You, you do. We have witnessed those firsthand. So. Do you like them, really? Yes, I really did. Okay, and again, if you had not told me they were vegan, I would have never known. I like the little grilled cheese. The grilled cheese? Yeah. yeah. Those were good, yeah. too. Those were so... I ate, like... Of wait, wait, hold on. So now I have like, what kind of cheese was it? If it was vegan, vegan cheese. Yeah, that's... vegan cheese comes sliced. It comes shredded. It comes in a in a. Dip. I didn't even think about that. Like oh, the yeah. cheese would not be milk product. What is it made out of? Soy. Um, there's some that are soy based. There's some that are cashew, almond. Um, there's, there's so many different options. I have been way more into almond milk recently. Like, I don't know why, but I'll drink regular milk, mm-hmm. and it just doesn't taste as good to me, because no. I've been drinking more almond milk. So. Yeah, stick to the almond milk. Try oat milk. That's my favorite. See, that, I, that is a new thing. I converted like, to almond, and then I found oat milk. Mm-hmm. Oh, game changer. They will do it at Starbucks now, yeah. I think, too. So I get my I matcha latte. With... I get an iced matcha latte with oat milk. I should definitely drink it. It's so good. <laughs> and you can get stevia at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. I have not converted to the stevia yet. Try it. It's good. Uh, every time I've done it, it's left like a weird aftertaste. So I've really? just got to get used to it. So You just get like the regular? Yeah. Yeah. I think just like the regular. Okay. But I'll get there. I'll get there. It, you know, it's all about. I use Splenda right I now. I feel like so. the first time. Oh, no. Just use stick to regular sugar if you're going to go to that. Um, I always try. I think after like three or four different attempts at something. You get used to the taste. Because mm-hmm. for me, when I switched, I mean, I switched everything. But, like, for example, when I started drinking matcha instead of coffee, the first time I was kind of like, mmm. And then the second time it was like, oh, this is okay. And now I'm addicted to it. Yeah. Like, I love You can't take away my coffee. Wait, so why did you switch from coffee to matcha? Well, there's a lot of um, research that shows that uh, consuming coffee is just bad for you in general. It's bad for your cognition all the time. Um, it's bad for your gut. Um, yeah, just and you're you become caffeine dependent as well. So there are people that I'm sure you know. Yeah, um, yeah. They literally those people that say they can't operate unless they've drinking their they drink their coffee. Like those people are annoying. Those people are Hello. annoying. And also, <laughs> Thank you. 
it's it's um it's not good not good your body should be naturally producing its energy um and then you're you're kind of stunting that when you drink the coffee and whatnot it's funny i i, I don't i'm not caffeine dependent but i do take caffeine pills it's like 200 milligrams of caffeine mm-hmm. i'm not dependent on them but uh-huh. i think they're the best yeah 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 i, I never yeah, I don't get the what what is it? The uh the downtime or whatever after it the crash. Up. Yeah, the crash. Oh, it's the best. If I'm feeling tired, I take one and then I take like a 10-minute nap, I wake up, I'm like fighting fighting mode. <laughs> so I honestly think for me it's just like a mental thing at this point. It's not even about the caffeine. It's right. just about like the routine. Like I have to get That's up and drink my coffee. That's how it was for me. So that I have the energy to start my day. It could be decaf coffee and mm-hmm. it would still have the same effect on me. Yeah. So No, I get that for sure. That that's that was me because I thought like it's just part of my morning routine. How can I get rid of I it? I just love the taste. Like that's really me. It's so good. It's but there's a lot of uh replacements out there. <laughs> there's mushroom coffee, there's um cacao brew. Is that like from the cocoa? Bean? The cacao Cause bean. I've, yeah, because so I've the heard cacao about bean that as well. is the pure version of cocoa. <laughs> um cocoa is actually when you mix cacao with sugar and dairy. And that's how you get chocolate. Yeah, I've heard about people using that to replace their coffee. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's delicious. And okay. you're not getting all of the, the bad stuff when it comes with coffee. But it has natural caffeine still, too, right? Or yeah, Well, no, not, not as much. I don't think it's caffeine. I think, it's, I think there's something else in, in it that's a stimulant. Okay. Don't quote me on that. Not sure. That's, we're, sometimes we're wrong here, and it's totally fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> natural uppers. Natural, Natural uppers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how people might feel about that, but so what's your ultimate goal? Like with the log cabin. With log cabin, yeah. I I mean, I have a few different goals, but in general, I I would just want there to be some kind of a community here in Orlando, where people that think like me can come together, congregate, and not feel like they're alone. Because um, sometimes it can feel that way, you know, a lot of People like me have lost their friends and maybe even family. Um, so this is a great way to kind of bring people like me together. Um, and then also, you know, there's a lot of things that I want to accomplish, you know, little things that I want to accomplish with the club. You know, I, I definitely think we're, we're going to, I know we're going to be participating in the community. Um, a lot of other chapters do things like turkey and toy drives. Um, so just things like that, being more involved in the community, and then also just a- apart from creating a space, you know, for like-minded individuals, just be a little bit more involved in local politics, too. So one of the biggest reasons why I started was, um, I think it was one of the influencers I followed, or one of the politicians I followed, spoke about how it could sometimes feel like helpless um i feel like we've all felt helpless at one point or, oh, point yeah. or another this past year and a half um it, it can kind of feel like you can't do anything you're not a politician you're not the president you're not a governor like a lot of times we feel like we just like what are, what am i supposed to do you know my rights are being taken away you know the world is changing right before my eyes we're losing you know a lot of our freedoms we're getting censored like what can I do as just a small person? Um, so this influencer, what she said was, all we can do, and, and the biggest impact we can make is is protecting our immediate community. 
You know, you can go to the school board meetings, you can go to the marches, you can go to the rallies, you can go to um, when they're doing like a, what is it called, press conferences and whatnot. Like you can become more involved in your community and protect it. You know, you can't do anything on a national level. You're not, I mean, even the president, even people in super high positions of power, they're not the one, like they can't, they don't have full control. No one has full control of the situation. So for me, it was kind of an opportunity to protect my community um, and, and like, I guess, create a platform to be able to do that too. You know what I mean? Like, I know someone reached out to me last month, I want to say. Yeah. And they were doing a march for uh, medical freedom for the Disney employees because they were about to impose the vaccine mandates. And uh, they were like, oh, can you uh, maybe join us in the march and whatnot? And we, it was just me at the time doing social media. I hadn't started the club yet. So it was kind of like, oh, we don't really have a group of people yet. But going into the future, we're definitely going to be involved in things like that, you know? So I guess it's a little bit of activism. It's a little bit of just creating, you know, a really fun community. And um, yeah, just overall having a place for people to come where they feel comfortable talking about things that they might not feel comfortable in other settings. Very cool. Yeah, and you're going about it the right way. I mean, people always forget about your local government. Right. Right, because so, I don't know what it is, but young people, or, or I guess anyone of any age, they only ever focus on the federal issue. I guess because that's on, the only thing that they're being shown on TV. No yeah. one really watches your local TV channel anymore that's talking oh, about, right. you know, Nancy in the parking lot who found $100 under her car tire. But, like, also, they make it so nationalized, even on the, the local news channels. Yep. So, oh, yeah, yeah sure. even local news channels mostly show, like, national news, and it's mm-hmm. so annoying. Cause it's like, I just want to hear the weather and the traffic. Ex- exactly. Thank you. Yeah. No, that's it. It's, um, I think, and also, I think a big reason for that is, you know, they want us to feel like we can't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, they want us to feel like the issues are too big and we're too small. And it discourages, it works on a lot of people, you know, it discourages a lot of people. I know people that say they don't even want to vote anymore because they just feel like it doesn't make sense to do it. Not that with helps all of, nobody. I know that uh, with all of the election integrity, mm-hmm. you know, issues that we've had, it discourages people. And I think that that's terrible, obviously, you know, just go vote please (laughs) like please we need people to show up i think that's you know one of the reasons why we were successful in 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 virginia you know yunkin winning was because of that because people are i think people are fed up and people are over it um and and they showed up they showed up to vote um it was it was a little bit of close race but they showed up you know people came out and and voted and i think it is going to give people um on the right, more conservative, moderate leaning. I think it's going to give those people a little bit of hope, you know, that they can vote and, and still get the result that they want. You know, this guy in Virginia, he didn't have a huge platform. He was endorsed by Trump eventually, but he didn't have a huge platform. Um, and he was able to, to win the race, you know, and now they have a Republican governor after 12 years of not having one. Um, and politics has shifted. You know, I think it's shifted entirely from pre-Trump era 
for sure. I think the yeah, way people are voting now, the way politics works now is completely different. You know, like the idea of being presidential is out the door. Like, out the door. I don't think we need to be, I, we don't need to be worried about being formal or being presidential and like put together if you're running for office. Like, because we live in a reality TV We live society. in a reality TV society. Yeah. Like, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are trying to run for president. You know, like, it's no longer that anymore. Mm-hmm. It's no longer that anymore. I've always believed that more people are have become active in politics specifically because of American Idol. That was really? the turning point. Yes, that was the turning point where people started to really care about who wins and who lo- loses. Because on American Idol, you voted for that. You voted for who, who got chosen right. on, chosen or, or got to go did on. Did you, it. though, or did Simon Cowell make the decision? Honestly, it was rigged. Honestly. It was rigged. It, it was always Simon Cowell. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, who knows? Who I mean, knows I'm being that? facetious, but 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 hey, I, it's a great observation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because obviously, TV has changed a lot to be more right. audience and the internet. Yeah, yeah, and then we ushered in the internet, which just ruined a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Everything, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, I think that I was I was so pleasantly surprised with with the result of the Virginia election because. You know, a lot of people have lost that um, desire, I guess, to, to vote and, and to um, be a part of the election. What about that truck driver in New Jersey? Did you see that? That was amazing. I don't care if you're left or you're right. That was an awesome story. Yeah. That was amazing. You know, and a, another good example of you don't need much. You just need a platform and a large group of people that are willing to back you up because they believe in something. You think he should run for 2024? The, the, the truck oh, driver. I think he should definitely run. I think he would win. Honestly, you put a truck driver up against... I don't even know who anyone has at this point. No one has said anything about who's running yet, so... You mean, like, for presidency? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. No, we don't know yet. I don't know. I think we... I read something that uh, somewhere that said Biden was running again, right? Uh, Saki. Saki came out and said, like, he will be running. I'm like, bro, do you want to maybe get through your first year before you start yeah. talking about re-election? Like, it's just like, he'll be 80. Why? I don't understand. Yeah. yeah. He will be 83. Then again, how, how old is Nancy Pelosi? Is 81. Don't get me started on Pelosi. Oh, God. His mother is 81. Um, yeah, who knows? Who knows? No, it's, it's, it's absolutely wild. Yeah. But yeah, very excited about those election results in uh, Virginia. And I think that it's only going to push things further and further, a little bit more, you know, I guess to the right, more of a red wave type of thing, because... I think no matter what side you're on right now, you saw the government overreach. You saw it live. It's possible here in America. It's possible. Um, I think a lot of people were under this guise, under this impression that, you know, those kinds of things don't happen here. It's America. We're all about freedom. And it's impossible to, to fall to communism here in America. And now it's like, it can happen. Like, I've always thought of this, though. What about independent voters? Do you think they're turned off by the entire idea altogether? So they're maybe, let's say, 2022 or 2024. Everyone always talks about the sleeping giant. 
Mm -hmm. And they always predict that, oh, they'll come out and vote in one direction or another. But I've always thought, in such a politically divided time, do you think they just stay out of politics altogether and they won't even come out to vote 2022 or 2024? I mean, I feel like a large portion of them might be that way. Um, I actually have a client who's, who is, uh, she deemed herself an independent. And while I do think we agree on most things, like uh, government overreach and whatnot and, and medical tyranny, um, she is very much one of those independents. It's like, they're both crazy. Like, I'm done with politics. I'm done with voting for people and, you know, politicians in general. just don't like the whole situation. I'm just going to stay in my lane. Um, so I feel like maybe a lot of the independents are in that boat. Um, but I do feel like a lot of independents might have shifted a little bit more towards the right. right. And when I say the right, I don't, you know, I hate defining things or, or giving things a certain label because I, I just don't think it's necessary at this point. It's like you don't need to have a certain label just because you believe in in you know a small government like i just think that's stupid i think no one should want a big government like who wants a big government like who wants more government control mm -hmm. <laughs> like is there anyone that i mean there are people yeah. I, i've seen them but usually but, they envision themselves as being the person in government when that control does happen i guess so yeah that's what you call a you know a rhino or a super far left Democrat politician, um, but yeah, it's 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 wild. You know, a lot of times, I think the independents in general, you know, I don't think they could have been pushed to the left. I think that's just not a possibility. <laughs> if anything, they're pushed a little bit more to the right, or they're just not doing it. Or that's you how I see things. Do you think, do they vote based on the policy, or do they just vote in opposition to who's currently in charge based on how their lifestyle is during whatever administration they're, they're voting against? I think it's a case-by-case, case, you know? Like, is it, what, is, does this person watch the news? What news stations are they watching? What do they look at on social media? You know? Your whole, the whole, your whole perception can be completely different just because of what you consume. Like, you know, and it could be anything. It could be some people, like with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, some people literally believe that he was not defending himself. They, there are people that literally believe that he shot black people. Well, that's because of the news. Which is a false reality. Right, if you look at The Independent, that's a headline that they put out yeah. two days ago. It's literally, like, not true. Right. And there are people, because this is what they consume, these are the friends they surround themselves with, this is what they watch on social media. That is their reality. And it's like, you know, so when you ask a question like that, you know, I feel like if, the, if, this in, if there's an independent that is living in the real world, I think we already know which direction they're going to vote for. Um, but unfortunately, there's a large group of people that are not living in the real world. They're living in a fantasy. A, a literal fantasy. So... Yeah, I guess it just depends on this independence lifestyle and, and, you know, what they surround themselves with. Thought-provoking question. What if you're wrong? About? Like, what if you're the one, not saying you are, but what if you're the one that's not living in reality? 
Well, then I hope I find it one day. Yeah, yeah, that's actually that's a pretty good answer. My thing is, I only want the truth. Like, I don't care if it challenges my way of thinking. I don't care if it makes me uncomfortable. Right. I don't care about any of those things. You know, the truth, it might affect us for a few days emotionally. You know, it might, um, we might disagree with it. Ignorance is bliss, too. So a lot of times people ignore the truth just because it's like, if I continue living in my reality, in my bubble, I don't have to be uncomfortable. I don't have to deal with all the bullshit. I can just continue living my life the way I want to live it. Um, and that's what I feel like a lot of people are stuck in, you know? And for years and years and years, I lived that way too. Until I one day I was like, okay, what's really going on here? What's actually going on here? Um, but yeah, no, I think it's super important to be able to say I was wrong. And that's something I have said a lot the past, you know, year and a half was I was sure as hell wrong about a lot of things. And it's, to me, being wrong is a, not a great feeling. No one likes being wrong. But you but learn so much from it. You learn so much from it. It's like, thank God I was wrong. Mm. Thank God now I know that I was wrong. So yeah, I'm always open to, you know, I, I love the idea. And that's why when you mentioned earlier about debating people, it's like, I love it. Because I might know something that you don't. And you might know something that I don't. And that's how we share information. And now I'm more enlightened and you're more enlightened. Like there's, there's no downside to, to having a conversation, a discussion. And there's the phrase, two heads are better than one. Exactly. Right. So even you, you both could be wrong. Right. But being wrong could provide for the best idea. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I love that question. Jordan, it was fantastic having you on the podcast. Thank you. Yeah. It was great being here. Of course. And we would love to have you back anytime. Um, we would love to do our like regular news segment with you. So you're welcome cool. back at any time. Our door is always open and we'll have vegan options. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I get food too. Yeah. I have, well, I, I have peanuts in the pantry. I think that's about But the next only time we promise we'll be more prepared. Okay. Okay. Cool. So. I will right. definitely be back. Awesome. And All we'll right. see everyone in the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you.